Hello everyone, this is Lions Den and welcome to Roar on Your Podcast. Today's podcast is the celebration of America's birthday, July the 4th, as you call it the 4th of July. We as black people call it the 4th of July and I'm going to explain to you in a second that we as black people shouldn't celebrate this holiday because of, you know, Christopher Columbus and how basically they treated, you know, the Native Americans and, you know, African Americans who brought who brought this country. And this is really serious, people. And I, I found an article that I want you to check out. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to go ahead and take a commercial break. And when I come back, I'm going to read this article to you on why we as black people shouldn't celebrate the 4th of July. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready and your soda ready because Lions Den will return. Okay, everybody, we're back and welcome back to Roar on Your Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you subscribe to this podcast right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Lions Den. You can follow me on my Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash The Real Lions Den. You can also follow me on my Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash the underscore real underscore lions. Lions underscore den number two. You can add me on Snapchat at Lions Den 39. You can also um, subscribe my Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Lions Den ADOS. And you can um, subscribe my YouTube channel um, at youtube.com. And when you go to the search box, make sure you look for Lions Den hashtag ADOS because I know there's a lot of Lions Dens on the, the YouTube. Um, cha- all the Lions Den got YouTube channels, so make sure you follow me on my YouTube channel. It's you know Lions Den hashtag ADOS, and if you want to you know you know donate me or my channel, you can go ahead and donate me on my Cash App, which is Dollar Sign Lions Den forty nine, and you can go ahead and PayPal me at www.paypal.me forward slash Lions Den forty nine. Now, today's podcast, we're going to discuss why we as black people shouldn't celebrate the 4th of July. Now, I, I found this article, and it's come from the Los Angeles Sentinel, which is a, a, a great, great, great article. You can go ahead and look at it. It's lasentinel.net, and the article reads the 4th of July. So, and, and, this, and this is an old article, so it went way back to July 1st of 2015. And I'm going to and read this article to you. It says, the 4th of July has been officially recognized as a holiday since 1941. Celebration of the date, however, go back to the time of the American Revolution. The Declaration of Independence, primarily written by Thomas Jefferson, was adopted by delegates of a Continental Congress on July 4, 1776, two days after that body voted to become independent of Great Britain. Remarks made by President Barack Obama at last year's Independence Day celebration at the White House were delivered to an audience of U.S. military service personnel, their spouses, and families. 
238 years ago, our, found, our fa- founders came together and declared a new nation and revolutionary idea. The belief that we are all created equal, that we free to govern ourselves, that each of us is entitled of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness, says former President Barack Obama. And in the generation that have followed, he continued through war and peace, through depression and prosperity. These truths have guided us as we build the great democratic, economic and military force the world has ever known. While the president's statement was to be expected, its sentiment has not necessarily been shared by many African-Americans, both in the past and present day. During the 1960s, Malcolm X was one of the most um, streeted critics of U.S. foreign and domestic policy, especially in regards towards black people. He regularly reminded his audience that black people's origins in this country were not the same as others telling us that we didn't land at, at Plymouth Rock, like the Plymouth Rock, but like the Pilgrims, but Plymouth Rock landed on us. No, I'm not an American. I'm one of the 22 million black victims of Americanism, one of the 22 million black victims of democracy. Nothing but disguised hip- hip- hypocrisy, Malcolm told a Cleveland, Ohio audience in April of 1964. So I'm, so I'm not standing here speaking to you as an American or a patriot or a flag saluter or a flag waver. No, not I. I'm speaking as a victim of this American system. And I see America through the eyes of the victim. I don't see any American dream. I see American nightmare, he said. During his lifetime, Malcolm X was painted by whites and some civil rights activists as an extremist who view reflected a minority in the black community. Yet a closer look shows that Malcolm's um, pronouncements show a similarity with many blacks who could hardly be considered extremists. We the people, it is a it is very eloquent beginning. But when the Constitution of the United States was completed on the 17th of se- September in 1787, I was not included in that we the people, said Congress- Congresswoman Barbara Jordan of Texas, the first black woman to be elected to the U.S. House of Representatives from a southern state. Jordan was speaking during an impeachment hearings of President Richard Nixon on July 25th, 1974. I felt somehow for many years that George Washington and Alexander Hamilton just left me out by mistake, Jordan says. More than 100 years before Malcolm X's comments, the words of Frederick Douglass cut through the pomp and circumstance of the holiday with razor shock precision. An escaped slave who learned to read and write Substantially, Douglas was the country's foremost slave abolitionist and orator during the 19th century. His address to a Rochester, New York audience celebrating Independence Day on July 5th, 1852, is a classic piece of literature entitled "What What to the Slave is the Fourth of July? The most scathing and off-quoting p- paragraph of Douglas' 10,387-word speech answered the question. A day that reveals to him, more than all other days in the year, the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham, your boasted liberty and unholy license. Your national greatness, swelling vanity, your sounds of rejoicing are empty and heartless. 
your den denunciations of tyrants, brass front impudence, your shouts of liberty and equality, hollow mockery, your pr prayers and hymns, your sermons and thanksgivings, with all your religious parade and solemnity, are to him were bombast fraud, deception, impudity, and hypocrisy, a thin veil to cover up crimes which will disgrace a nation of savages. This is not a nation on the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of these United States at this very hour. In the aftermath of the massacre of nine African-American men and women in Charleston, South Carolina, Emmanuel AME Church, a burnishing a, a a, a movement to remove the Confederate stars and bars flag has developed. The Confederate flag given pride of place in the many Southern states capitals is associated with white supremacists, including Dylan Roof, the young man who confessed to shooting nine people in attendance at Emmanuel. As a response to the movement, cultural critic and senior writer at TheRoot.com, Kristen West Salary, recently declared via Twitter that the U.S. flag is a much a symbol of oppression and terrorism against black people as a Confederate flag. The, dehuman the dehumanization and oppression of black people is not only built into the Constitution, it's an American pastime that takes place under the Stars and Stripes. Violence against African American is frequently sanctioned by government and rarely penalty by law. Recently, the Sentinel spoke to some individuals to hear their thoughts on the celebration the 4th of July and its means for black folks inside the U.S. It's a reminder of the ways in which we have accepted the eraser of the repression of African people in, the, in this country. An example of the degree to which we are willing to deny ourselves and our ancestors and the torture we endure in order to connect us to an empire called the United States of America, said Nanya Gafimi, a, a local attorney. Gafimi has brought numerous racial and sexual discrimination lawsuits against the city of Los Angeles, and she is currently representing several members of the Black Lives Matter Los Angeles on various protest-related charges. She was also featured in the recent HBO documentary, The Grim Sleeper. And so with every rocket red glare and air bombings bursting in air, I think all those folks who have been blasted away domestically and internationally by this country in the name of its freedom, its rights to exist, and to strengthen my resolve of the liberation of my people, Gunafi said. Newly elect Los Angeles City Councilman Marquise Harris Dawson remarked that Independence Day was a good opportunity to raise the contradictions between what the U.S. says and what it actually does, especially in regards to African-Americans. The cause for patriotism a lot of times ringing hollow when you're dealing with things like the Ezekiel 4 shooting and the church massacre in South Carolina, Harris Dawson said the 8th District Councilman said that summertime always brings a host of outdoor celebratory activities and your focus isn't necessarily on celebrating the military victory of the United States over British. It focuses on the condition of the people in your community and your brothers and sisters and family. Relaxing and enjoying family and friends appears to be the main reason many of the black community looking forward to partaking the July 4th festivities. A day off from work and a barbecue and sparklers. I love the sparklers, said Lauren Bryan. I was afraid of them as a child, but then grew on me as I got older, and I'm not afraid of them anymore. 
Okay, Brian grew up in, in Bryanhurst Avenue in Park Mesa. Every year for the last 15 years or so, the fourth block stretch of the street becomes one of the big July 4 block parties. The street is blocked off, jumpers for the children are inflated, a DJ sets up shop, and many homeowners place lawn, chair, lawn chairs in the front yard along with portable can, canopies for shade. And of course, there are barbecue pits. The gallery is so popular that score of people drive into the neighborhood from other areas of the city. Attendance each year is estimated to be at least a thousand people. Bryant recalls that her parents had no problems with her enjoying fireworks on the, on the July 4th, as long as there were someone else's. According to Bryant, her, few, her frugal parents frowned on spending money on fireworks that could have put food on the table. I have traditional black parents who said I am not going to light my money on, the, on fire, but you can watch other people's fire, Bryant says. And once I became an adult and a parent, I told my son, if you, wanna, if you want fireworks, you can watch other people's, but I'm not burning my money up. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of this awesome, awesome, awesome article. This is why I said America, I mean, especially black Americans in this country, that we shouldn't celebrate the 4th of July because this is, isn't our holiday. Um, and Malcolm X said, like, best, we don't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. And which is the truth. See, what we're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, and even though this is a, a July 1st, 2015, it's in the older article, things are still happening today. You see with the Joy Floyds, the Ahmed Aubrey's, the Breonna Taylor's. And why should we celebrate a holiday that is never for us? This is really ne- this con- this holiday is never for us, and you know I see some you know some black people still celebrate a holiday with barbecuing and watch the fireworks, and, you know, and, and and believe me, I mean even though during that time that was Barack Obama's time, 2015, 2020 is Trump's time, and nothing's changed, nothing's changed, and this is why we celebrate other holidays like Kwanzaa. Or um, we, our previous holiday that we also celebrate for, for blacks as well. And my thing is, people, that we shouldn't celebrate a holiday that's never for us. Now, they said that this all, I mean, all men or women created equal. That is not true when it comes to the United States. It's not true. This is, and again, we, we, we just had a holiday that we celebrate our freedom. Um, and again, like I told you before, we as black people shouldn't even celebrate, um, holidays that was never, ever for us. You know, this is important. Um, and believe me, we, we, we can go back to our history, um, and this is why I said that it's important for people to really understand um, that we as black people have no reason to celebrate um, um, this holiday. We, we, we can and we won't. So, listen, we, we always talk about um, emancipation pro- proclamation 
And I'm reading a lot of tweets that says July 4th, um, this is why we as black people instead um, celebrate Juneteenth, which is June the 19th, because this is when slaves are officially free, not July 4th of 1776. And and I'm just reading all this Twitter, and, 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 and this is a great tweet, by the way. And this Twitter comes from Devon um, Kamara. She says, um, July 4, 1776, many of my ancestors were slaves in America. So how can we truly celebrate freedom and independence today? Part of truly loving someone is holding them accountable, accountable and push them to be better. I love my country. This is why I no longer celebrate the 4th. Hashtag Juneteenth. So this is one of the tweets that I've just read to you. And this is why a lot of blacks celebrate Kwanzaa and Juneteenth. These are our holidays. And by the way, we definitely need to make Juneteenth our national holidays. Like with the the 4th of July, we need to make Juneteenth our official holiday. And some states, ladies and gentlemen, already did that. But we want this to make a a national, national holiday. But like I said before, we as a people don't have to celebrate a holiday that was never, ever for us. And it's important for people that with this holiday, with America's birthday, it's like we have to get along of the holiday that was never, ever for us. Why? Yes, we, I mean, if you have a, if you work in a, in a federal government, we're glad that you have our holiday off. Um, we're glad that um, people invited you to your house to watch the fireworks, to eat their food. But ladies and gentlemen, why are we celebrating a holiday that was never, ever for us? It's important for people to understand that black people, we already have a holiday. Some statewide already passed Juneteenth as our holiday, and we want to make it as our official national holiday. As a celebrator of our freedom from being enslaved. You know, but we as black people has to realize that the 4th of July isn't our holiday. We have to understand that, again, we wasn't free on July 4th, 1776, as they said that we were. And then he stopped doing that. Juneteenth, which is July 19th, was the, the date that we've been officially free from slavery. And that is important, people, to understand why we celebrate a holiday that is not even our holiday. For real. You know? And again, like I said, I, I would give a shout out to the L.A. Sentinel for this article, even though it was it was um, happened years ago. But this article remained true to this day that we as black people shouldn't celebrate a holiday that was really wasn't even for us. It wasn't for us at all. And we focusedly need to go ahead and always celebrate the Juneteenth the Kwanzaa's, because all the holidays that was for everybody else except for us. We still been attacked by police. We still been lynched. We still being murdered by vigilantes. And you see it right then and there. And during this COVID-19, things are still happening. They don't care. I, I did stories on my YouTube channel proved to that to be the fact. So why should we celebrate a holiday that was never ever for us.
You think about it. You know, and when I was growing up as a child, you know, I remember the late Uncle Charles, you know, he's my uncle, he's my, he, Charles Fountain, who's my late uncle. We always go to his house to, you know, celebrate the 4th of July. You know, that was, uh, and celebrate my, my late grandmother's house, uh, which was, you know, our historic pastime. But now when I'm older and I'm wiser and I'm seeing what the 4th of July really means, it, this has never been a holiday for black people at all. And, you know, people out there celebrating it. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is not for us. We already had our holiday, which is Juneteenth. That's our holiday. So let them enjoy themselves. And again, I'm glad that I got a day off because I work in the federal government. But I'm glad that I have this day off. But however, realistically, Juneteenth wasn't our holiday. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Be sure to listen to it right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. And I will talk to you later. This is Lions Den signing off. Deuces.